Are you over 40 and sometimes feel that your best life is behind you? Well, I can't wait for you to join our podcast, Beautifully Seasoned. Get ready to hear inspiring messages about women like you. Go deeper into your faith and embrace ways to a healthier, happier you. Girl, your best days are in front of you. You are moving upward and onward in your life with that wisdom and spiritual guidance that only we seasoned women know about. Get ready to add spice to your life. Go get that glass of wine or sweet tea. Sit back and get ready to be transformed. And now, presenting your host, she's an author, educator, and lives her life like it's golden, Katrina Garrett. Welcome back. Welcome back to Beautifully Seasoned, ladies. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. I want to talk to you today about my first encounter with Essence Magazine. I want you to tell you my personal story. But first, I want to share with you what I'm drinking. And I am drinking Cherry Limeade. And it's cherry and it has limeade in it, basically. And it is very good. A little sweet. But I have lots of ice in it and I have it in my champagne glass. So I encourage you to take out your best glassware. And even if you have to put water and lemon in it, sip on something that you like. And also, I encourage you to get a journal and have your journal out. You might hear something that you want to write down. So yeah, I want to share with you first, before I start, something to share or something to add to your spiritual garden. And I'm going to go with Ephesians chapter 2, verses 10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand, then we shall walk in them. That is so great to know that we are God's workmanship. And when I think about that, I think about an artist in an art studio sculpturing, taking his time to really form something that's an image in his mind and just think that God did that with us. We are in his image. Isn't that wonderful? So that leads me to share with you my first encounter with Essence Magazine. Now, for those of you who don't know, Essence Magazine is, a, is, is covers, is actually specifically uh, geared towards African-American women. And it covers our culture and our women in culture, lifestyle, beauty, fashion, and successes of African-American women. It was Essence Magazine that introduced me to my beauty as a young black girl. Now, I remember being, I think I was around 11 or 12 years old, and I'm going to say more on the 12th side. Before I actually discovered my beauty, I remember secretly when my mom bought home a new mop head, and I don't know if you remember this, but the mop heads that used to click on to the pole at the top, and it looks like almost like braids. They were like little individual ropes. And I will put those on my head, or I will put that mop head on, on my head. And I would just sway my head back and forth like it was hair because I always felt 
that if I had long hair, I would be beautiful. And so I would just put that on my head and I would just swing my head back and forth and I would allow that mop head just to flow as I'm swinging it to the left and I'm swinging it to the right. I remember feeling that if I had long hair, that I would be beautiful and that my life would be easier and that everybody would admire me and that I will have just the easy life and my life will be so much fun all because I had long hair. And so that's what I did with that mop head. And then I also would think that if I was white, that I would just be so beautiful and I would just la 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 and just walk around in this world with a perfect life. That it somehow everything will work out for me. Everybody will like me. My life will be easier. And so in my young mind, being 12 years old, I actually felt that if I had long hair and if I was white, that I would be beautiful, that I will be accepted, and that I will be of value. And I felt that that was the law of the land. I felt that white girls or light-skinned, light-skinned uh, black girls that they had, they had easier lives. They had more fun. People admired them. And at that tender, tender age of 12, that meant a lot to me. Just for people to love me and accept me, that meant a lot to me as I'm looking back. And so to me, that was that law of the land. I begin to think, how would I even fit in the life? How would my life be? I would just have to be second fiddle. You know, how how would that just, uh, uh, how would my life be formed as I get older? Because I didn't have the light skin and I didn't have the long hair. So I remember going into A&P with my mom. And as we were going, I asked, I saw this Essence magazine for the first time. And I saw this woman on the cover. And this woman, she was the color of a Hershey bar. She was absolutely breathtaking. She was stunning. And I looked at the cover and I and I and I was just in awe because she wasn't light skinned and she didn't have long hair, but she was absolutely gorgeous. And so I asked my mother if we can get the magazine. And my mother was interested in the magazine and she got it for herself. But I knew that I would get a chance to read that magazine too. And at the age of 12, I can read. It might be some words I might not know, but I love to read. And so I just could not wait to, to actually read this magazine, all because of this image of this woman on the front. She had almond-shaped eyes, and her mouth was full, and her nose was like perfectly centered in her face. And like I said, she had a nice short afro, kinky hair. And she was that color of a Hershey bar. I was in awe. Like, wow, she looked better than the white girls on TV. So when I got home, I devoured that, that book. I devoured that Essence magazine like it was chocolate cake. Like it was chocolate cake 
with whipped cream frosting. And I'm going to say the whipped cream frosting because you know how that tastes. So I'm going to say I would have devoured it. I, I went through it. I flipped through the page. Now, listeners, I want to tell you this. I didn't know about Psalms 139. I didn't know. For you formed in my me in my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works. I know this full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. I had no idea about Psalms 139. I didn't know I was fearfully and wonderfully made. I knew I was special to my mother. I knew that that part, I knew that my family loved me, but I didn't know as far as that connection with God, that he made me fearfully and wonderfully. And so in my young mind, when I saw that image of that woman, I was like in awe, this beautiful woman who had brown skin like me. So, like I said, when I went home, I read that book. I read that magazine. I flipped through the pages. I saw these different images of women and I was reading as much as I could, skipping the words that I didn't know. I start to feel valuable. I start to feel like I was important. I saw these entrepreneurs in the book. They were talking about people in the community, women who were doing things to help that were of service, artists who were making these beautiful paintings. And I saw these beautiful models who were modeling fashionable clothes and chefs that were making, they had these recipes in there and, and stylists. And so all these different professions that the, the magazine focused on gave me a better sense of value on how I can actually connect with the world because I start to see myself in them. I start to see how I can be like them. So in my small mind, that is how I actually got a jumpstart to my own self-value. Essence opened the door to my limited thinking about myself. And I learned how to take care of my skin through Essence Magazine. And I would go in there and I would just wash my face and I would make sure I have my lotion on my face. And at the tender age of 12, I was making sure that my hair was quite right. When I picked out my hair, making sure my, my scalp was greased and just making sure I took care of myself because I saw these women and I wanted to be like them. I wanted to be like them. So I read each article. I not even read the articles about relationships. And even though I was much too young to have a relationship, but I read what I could. And I just remember just understanding whatever I needed to understand on the level that I was at. But I learned a lot from Essence Magazine and I that followed me as I start to grow and I start to mature as I got older. So I began to understand that we black people, we have many different shades of brown. And even though we have a lighter skinned sister, she's still African-American. She's still brown. And so I saw the value and what it meant to be the color of peanut butter. 
and Hershey chocolate and mahogany and the color of bronze. And I saw women in the color of a metallic and topaz and chestnut and walnut. And I saw women in the book, in the magazine, the, of the color of copper and of caramel and of coffee and the color of wheat and brown sugar and almond and cinnamon and mocha and nutmeg and sable. Wow, all these shades of brown, all these shades. And yes, even me, a 12-year-old girl, searching for my identity. And where do I fit into the world? Essence Magazine was that jumpstart for me. And that led me to my journey of self-worth. Now, a beautifully seasoned women, as I gotten older, of course, I began to mature. I began to see and understand that I was more than just my skin color and I was more than just my hair and that it was so much more that I needed that I had to work on. And that was part of my character and how I felt about myself. And then, of course, me being a connected to God. Because you know what? I had to go to church every Sunday. That was a requirement in my household. <laughs> so I had to go to church. So yes, I was able to just praise God in the way that I did at the, at the age of 12. But I began to understand who I was and I started to evolve as a young girl and I started to understand more and more about who I was and how did I feel about me. I began to like my own smell and I began to love what I saw in the mirror and even though I had those times but maybe I was a little low in self-esteem and didn't feel like I was quite up there and feel maybe I wasn't as beautiful as maybe another girl in my classroom. I knew that I was beautiful. I knew that I had something special and I felt that Essence Magazine just showed me that. It jump-started that whole journey of self-worth. It actually taught me the beauty of me and the beauty of me comes from God. And so that is just my story about how I first encountered Essence Magazine. And you know what? After all this is going on, and even in my journey in school, I got a chance to even grasp on to even a heightened level of self-esteem. And that came from learning about my Rosa Parks and my Harriet Tubman's and Sojourner Truth, and then also my Maya Angelou's and how they were wonderfully courageous and they had wonderful strength. And they had this perseverance that was just undying. And they were wonderfully beautiful, even those women. And their beauty came from their service. Their beauty came from what they offered to the world. And so even though I started off looking at that outside beauty and that brown skin and my nose and my mouth and these beautiful, stunning, gorgeous women in Essence Magazine, as I got older, I also saw value in giving, value of sharing my knowledge, value of, of just being a, a woman of integrity and a woman of character. And my palate all of a sudden got to be bigger. And my appreciation 
all of a sudden heightened into just a higher level of understanding who I was and you know what? Whose I was. Whose I was. All right. So that is my journey. Now, I want to just add to you, add this to you, and I really got a chance to think about this. I remember they had an experiment uh, many, many, many years ago called the brown paper bag experiment. And this experiment involved, they took an African-American girl, and I believe she might have been about six or seven years old. They were very young, and they had a line of dolls. And these dolls had different skin colors, ranging from white to very dark skin. And they asked the girl, what what is the most beautiful doll? And this beautiful little girl, she chose the white doll. And then they asked, what was the ugly and the mean doll? And she picked the darkest skin doll. She did not choose the doll that looked like her as being beautiful. And that reminded me that that was some, somehow how I thought what I saw and when I put that mop head on my head and when I looked at TV and thought that white girls with long hair and, 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 and blue eyes were more beautiful and that the lighter skinned girls were more beautiful and it was basically the same. And so even though that experiment was many years ago, I believe that some girls are still actually believing in that. They actually have that mindset of long hair, light skin. And even though to, you know, our society teaches that as well, we know what we praise. We know the little girls that get the light skin, long hair, they are beautiful. They are. But then we do have the very chocolate, mahogany, peanut butter colored girls who are just as beautiful with the almond eyes and the full lips. They're just as gorgeous. And so I thought about that when I was thinking about that brown paper bag experiment. And if you don't know about that, bring it up on YouTube. You will see it. And it's kind of disturbing to see, but then it is reality. And I believe that that reality still last true today. I believe a lot of our young girls are still feeling that same way. Also, in Africa, there are many women who are bleaching their skin. And so these women want to be lighter. And, and when you think about it, and, and maybe because I'm at this, this level of maturity now, where I see just the brown skin just being so beautiful and just so just just stunning it just glistens and how the sun just 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 feeds it and the sun just kisses our skin but they feel that they will look better light skin and so a lot of them are bleaching their skin and so that is yet another uh a uh, uh, mindset that we're dealing with as black women and then um, of course we do have our brothers we have our brothers who are saying that um, they like light-skinned women over dark-skinned women, and they prefer that. And you know what? Everyone has their preferences, but we do have our brothers out there who don't find value in our brown brown skin sisters. They don't see us being beautiful because in a way, 
they've been brainwashed too. In the way, they've been looking at these images too. And they don't see that value in us. The value in our brown skin and our full lips and our broad noses and even in our kinky hair. And so those are some of the, the, the challenges that we face in society, that we face even that's internally that we're battling with and trying to find that beauty on us, which is on our skin and that beauty inside of us, despite what society says, despite what we see on television, that we could still grab hold of that and we could still just believe with uh, conviction, Psalms 139, that we are fearfully and that we are wonderfully made. And so to add on that, I encourage you, if you want to just really understand the journey of some dark-skinned girls, I would, or and light-skinned girls, there are two documentaries out there, and I believe one is called Dark Girls, Dark Girls, and the other documentary is called Light Girls. And if you Google that, you will see there are two documentaries. They really do dig deep in these documentaries about the thoughts and the feelings and the concerns of the dark-skinned girls and how they felt and, and you know, how they were overlooked and how people looked at them and, and, and just that whole a battle of just finding that, that, that acceptance in society. But you know what? The light-skinned girls also had their own battles. They actually felt that they wasn't Black enough. They felt that they were not looked at as being African-American. And so they also had their own uh, struggles in our culture. And so, yeah, it's just a healing process, I believe, that we all need. And unfortunately, we are the ones that just have to just try to find that value and try to just dust off all, you know, whatever is laying dormant inside of us and, and get rid of all this other, these other images and all these other beliefs that society is teaching us. I believe we've gotten better. I believe that our mindset has changed, but we do have some girls out there, young girls who are still battling about who they are. And I'm I'm just hoping that no girl is ever feels that they are not worthy because they don't have long hair and that they're not light skinned or white. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. I just want to share my story with you, my first encounter with Essence Magazine, and that jumpstart to my self-value, that jumpstart for me to being able to see women that have my same skin color doing these wonderful things, giving of service, their many talents. It, it was just awesome to see. And even talking to you right now about it, I remember it. I remember flipping through those pages. I remember being so excited. And I remember just saying, I want to be like them when I grow up. So thank you for joining me today. I hope you had some value out of my message. And I encourage you to pick up my book, Standing Inside Myself, A Journey of Self-Love, Wisdom, Power, and Purpose. And yes, you can find that book on Amazon. And then also, I always said I want to say a blessing to you. And I do. 
I am going to say a blessing to you, and it is, you are blessed, prosperous, redeemed, forgiven, talented, creative, confident, secure, disciplined, focused, prepared, qualified, motivated, valuable, free, determined, equipped, empowered, anointed, accepted and approved. You're not average and you're not mediocre. You are a child of the most high God and you will become all you was created to be in Jesus name. Amen. I hope that you see the beauty on you and the beauty in you and know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made and you are God's workmanship and take that to the bank. And you know what? Feed that to another sister. Thank you for joining me. And I will be speaking to you next time. I love you. Take care. Bye-bye.